John, how are you, first of all? I'm good, Tony. How are you? I'm great. Uh, we talked a little bit ago for a uh, dangerous game. Uh, and of course, you know, we met on the set of uh, Runaway Train. Wow. Huh? 40 years ago. So you were a little baby. You were too. <laughs> yeah, well, I, was, I was a little older. You know, I got to meet, uh, you know, two great actors and uh, what a what a life, huh? What a life in film you've had. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, pretty amazing, actually. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, but nobody ever talks about Fearless Frank. Yes, except <laughs> my son, who always drives me crazy. He said, you know, he's going to re-release it or something like that. He's a threat. He threatens me, you see. It's a funny film, really, but, you know, you, you've got to be able to put your mind back into the 19, what, 1980s for that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Severin Darden and and uh, and who else? David Steinberg. David Steinberg, yeah. A couple of good guys were in that. Uh, tell me a little bit about your character in this film. Well, I don't want to take, as you know, I don't want to say too much because I don't want to spoil anything for the folks that want to see it. Uh, I'm a former CIA operative. I raised a, a, a young boy who went through terrible difficulties, and uh, he became the painter. Who, and uh, the painter has two meanings. One, it, it, he actually is a, a painter, <clears throat> but then he also is one of the great uh, operatives and that means uh, his painting was done with violence actually yeah yeah self-defense and and uh, and, uh, and uh, his you know whatever is needed he provides and he's a, he's a genius at it yeah. uh, because of certain things that happened when he was a young fellow so uh, anyway so that's uh, that's what the painter means that he's a painter of, of violence in a sense. And Charlie Weber is uh, no slouch, is he? No, he's uh, he's an athlete. I mean, obviously he's very gifted in that area. He's also, he's a, he's a, anyone who's done a series as he has done mm. uh, has got to have a lot of gifts and, he's, and he does have those gifts, you know, uh, as an actor. But also he has this extraordinary physical ability, so he really brings that forth in this film. Yeah, and that's that's what you want in an action film. You you've got to believe the lead character, you know, has those abilities. And Charlie does such a great job in this. Yeah, for sure. Directed by a stuntman, Kamani uh, oh, yeah. is a, a former stuntman, but he's not a former stuntman. He's a he's a stunt coordinator, and uh, so he knows that game really good. And this gives him an opportunity to show off a little bit. And uh, and he does. It's quite amazing. Yeah, but there's that choreography that you've got to learn as a stuntman, and it's 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 a lot harder than what people think it is. Oh yeah, oh it's like a dance, but you have to be able to memorize all those pieces of movement. And if you if you make a mistake, it could be injurious. I mean, you you, you can get hurt. So this was really well done. And there's several you know huge sequences of, of, of this kind in the film and they're all very extraordinary when you get a script what does it have to have for you to be interested in it i mean first of all i guess it has to be really intelligent 
because you, you're not playing down to an audience you never have. No, that's that's true. I mean, it has to have uh, it has to have some substance, and it has to have a great story. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a story, uh, so that it has a beginning, middle, and end, and it takes you on a journey, and uh, and this certainly does. Um, and then some kind of authenticity in it, you know, thematically. And this has relevance to today, I think. Uh, and it also has, uh, you know, it has the dynamics of a great story. So it takes you on a journey and leaves you with something at the end. You have, you have never really directed a film. Do you ever want to? You think I should do that? I think you should. I think you've been around long enough where... You just you would just know what to do. Well, I it's been very interesting to me that because um, I actually collaborate. I I, I find my uh, that aspect of my skill set is satisfied with collaboration. Like if we're on a set and uh, and I do this and I've done this from the beginning uh, when somebody when when we're doing something I make suggestions. So well, why don't we do it this way? Then we can do this and this and this and this. And I'd like to do this. And this. I, I'm collaborative, you know? I contribute. And uh, and I think that that's enough for me. Now, there have been times when I said, this picture should be done. And uh, and I felt very strongly uh, that that somebody should take the reins and do it. And thought about, well, if no one else will do it, I'll do it myself. But I never turned that corner. I never did it. But uh, but there are certain pieces that I'd like to see done. Well, let's make 2000 and, uh, 2024 the year you step behind the camera and call the shots. Yeah, and I'll say that. I'll say, and, and Tony told me to do this. Right. I'll make him some calls. I'm Italian. I'm blaming, I'm blaming on you. <laughs> Everybody else does. Why not? Uh, but you, you know your 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 history. I mean, you play you play presidents. You've played uh, uh, you know real life people. Uh, you know that were actually living and breathing. Is it harder to play somebody that's actually living or has lived than it is to play a character that's made up? Or is it all? Is well, it all? It's, a different, it, it's of course a, a different um, demand. Mm -hmm. If you if I play Howard Cosell, I have to duplicate something. I have to bring some authenticity to the piece somehow, so that people recognize Howard Cosell. I have to be respectful of that. And uh, when I did Howard Cosell, I felt I was the right character to do it, which was crazy because you look at me and you look at Howard, you say, "Well, what the heck is getting John Voight to do this for?" Do you see? But I was successful because I had certain things physically that were right for it. One of them is my size. You know, I'm tall, you know, and uh, and I am a good mimic. So I I was able to imitate him in some ways, even this physical movements and all of that stuff. So I went to I really studied it scientifically. I went went to work on. But there's another thing, too. I liked Howard Cosell. I read his first book and I met Howard Cosell in life and I understood who he was. And I knew that somebody could make a joke out of uh, that performance. And I didn't want that to be. I wanted Howard to, to have his full stature. 
I like I really like this man. And uh he was he was dealt a couple of very bad blows. I mean he made that comment about that little monkey can whatever it is, and they turned it into a racial thing and it was not a racial thing at all. He called his grandchildren little monkeys and, and he, he was a he was a very good guy. Anyway, so uh, he had his problems. He was an alcoholic. He was this and that, but he had many wonderful traits. And he was a he, he was a uh, a good portrait to play. So anyway, I did I did a pretty good job in protecting that and placing him in the story properly. That's what I did. Well, you did an excellent job in doing that. And that that performance, you know, I can look at performances um, throughout the years that actors have done. Some are imitations of a person. Some you actually grab their soul. Um, in your case, you grabbed Cosell's soul, and uh, you gave us a performance. You gave us a man, and not like I say, as some actors would, uh, you know, a rich little type of you know imitation. Yeah, well, that's that's nice of you to say. I'm glad that you felt that because I felt it too. Uh, and by the way, Rich Little is a, a very talented guy. So oh, he is. I mean, but I'm just saying that there's a difference. But, he, but he's doing it for comic reasons anyway. <laughs> Rich is a co comedian. Uh, but, and a great but, one from, from Canada. I love Rich. Yeah, Rich is great. Uh, talk to me a little bit about um, just your career, because you have had the blessings of working with just about everyone that you could possibly work with. And and walking away with some great performances, very memorable things. I mean, Midnight Cowboy, Coming Home, uh, Deliverance, just to name a few. They're just amazing films. Yeah, and then uh, that I continued on, you know, some of the other performances more recently, like the, my performance in Holes, although it wasn't the lead, <laughs> was a pretty strong piece, and and uh, Varsity Blues and. Ray Donovan, the, the series. Yeah, I've, I've been very, really fortunate, really fortunate to have found some things that I could do even in, even to today, coming right down to this moment. With with so, Holes, though, that 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 could have been, you know, that could have slid either way. And you you took that performance and the character and and really brought the comedy out in it without without making it something that you know, people would years later go, oh, oh, God, you know, it, it was a great performance. Yeah, I think that was one of my best pieces of work in some ways. You know, it was one of the one of the good ones. Yeah. And you're you're teaming up again with Shia for a, for a new film. Yeah. Megalopolis, uh, Francis Coppola's film. Uh, yeah. With 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 Shia again. And I've done three things with Shia now, because that being the third I did. Uh, I did two holes, then Transformers. I was in, mm -hmm. and and now Megalopolis, and we had a lot to do with each other in Megalopolis too. So, so that's it's wonderful. I, Shia is a very special talent. Uh, he's one of the great talents, and he uh, really is. I mean, he's he's very misunderstood. I think. Um, well, he's he, he's gone through his little, you know, his uh, his ups and downs because of. Uh, many influences in his life and, and stuff. And he's had to clean his act up a little bit. He's had a, a drinking problem for a while. Mm. And he's taken it very seriously. He's gone to AA till today's uh, in that process. But also he's gone through a spiritual 
uh, examination and revitalization of his life. And I, I've, I love the man. I, I'm rooting for him in every way. He's got a beautiful child, good marriage. So uh, he's he's stepping up. I think he's he's going to give us an awful lot. That's that's great to hear. Getting back to the painter, which yeah. is why we're here. Um, talk to me. Was what were the difficult scenes in the film for you? Do you have anything that sticks out as saying, "Wow, I really had to," you know, have a real scene partner for this with Charlie? Well, uh, the, the the Charlie and uh, and Madison mm. Bailey uh, were. Uh, you know, they, they, that was the key to the film, that, that relationship with Madison Bailey and Charlie. I was very impressed with both of them. And, uh, and you know, uh, all of the gals, you know, Marie and, and all of the other gals in, in the piece. But uh, I, I think mainly, I didn't think I had any difficulty. I, I really enjoyed working with each of these partners in the in the, the scenes that I was doing and it was fun and it was fun to to uh, to, to you know hear all about uh, uh, Madison and then meet her and uh, find that she was just as advertised she's a brilliant young actress and a wonderful person I really really enjoyed working with her and with Marie too and with uh, Charlie uh, so I didn't have any moments that stood out as being difficult. I, I, I It's all difficult. You, you have to say, how are we going to do this sequence? And how is it going to work out? And then you give it a shot, you know. Uh, and uh, uh, you come up with an idea that maybe, uh, you know, something you've been thinking about and say, well, why don't I do this? And then you do that, whatever it is. And... Uh, and then sometimes you just walk into a scene and you have a big scene and you just walk in and you do it and it's like butter, you know, and you say, oh, that was easy. And it's a big, <laughs> you know, this big dramatic sequence. He said, oh, that worked out pretty good. <laughs> One take. One take. Yeah, you didn't have to do That's right. And you didn't have to do a whole lot of work to get there either. So anyway, it's so you're doing something right, you know, uh, uh, something something clicked. But anyway, I, I was pleased with the, the story. is a very complex story. has a lot of stuff in it that's, that are fun, the, the, the pieces that are fun in this piece. So uh, I think the audiences have a good time. Yeah, I think they're going to walk away going, wow, what a, that was just amazing. You know, and it's hard when you do an interview to talk about something like this because you don't want to give anything away. You want the audience to have that discovery. Right, exactly right, Tony. Exactly. Our our time is is winding down, John. I I, I can't talk. Don't say that to me because it means something else to me when you say that. <laughs> well, sorry. <laughs> Your we, time is winding down. We have to meet up at the Four Seasons again and have our ten uh, year lunch or whatever. Exactly. We, we should do that. Exactly. Yeah. Great. Great time. It was great to see you. Great to see you. My daughter Katie says hi. She loves you. And uh, oh, Katie, how are you, my dear? Uh, Much love to you, Katie. She's uh, uh, she'll get in touch with you. Don't worry, uh, John. All the best. I love you, and uh, and uh, stay stay healthy and stay active. Thank you very much, Tony. God bless. God bless. God bless you. Bye bye.